0: Yeah. Did you guys like my wonderful singing there with the otter tune on? Alexa, stop. <laughs> Girl, she reacting on. Was Alexa
1: serenading you? She was. I don't know what she was playing because that wasn't my music. All right.
2: So. I would like to start off with welcoming. Oh, we started. Our... <laughs> yes, we have been recording. What did you What did you think? My. Whoa! Yeah. Well, I thought that was just you being silly. I didn't. <laughs> no, that was Trisha. That was the intro I planned for us today. Oh. Um. Anyways, okay. so I would like to welcome welcome everyone back to Beanbag Banter, where. Trisha, say hi Trisha. Hi, Trisha. And myself, Sally. Um, say hi, Sally. Banter. Hi, Sally. Banter on our beanbags. Um, I think tonight is gonna be a little bit of a different episode because we're actually not gonna go through our beanbag and banters today. We're gonna dive right in because Trisha and I will be Presenting to each other a niche interest of ours. Woo! Cue the, yeah, cue the clapping.
0: Shout out to our live studio audience.
2: Um, I'm going to do my best. I have a lot of notes written so I can like talk through everything for our audio listeners. But also look at this one on YouTube if you want to see our presentations.
1: What she said. I want hey, you to go first. get into it
2: we... yeah yeah i want, you want you to me to go, go first, first? yes oh my god i'm so i'm so i'm so excited all right i'm gonna uh share my screen and get started. while she's getting
1: that ready her and i were talking about before the podcast about how excited we are just because we know it's going to be completely like opposite from each other which makes it even more interesting i'm seeing some pictures already
2: Okay, Okay. can you see it's a Sally's niche interest? Is that what you can see? Yes,
1: I can see that.
2: Okay, so my niche interest is something that I actually didn't realize was niche until maybe like college or high school. Like I genuinely thought everyone also grew up with this in their lives. Um, And also shout out to my sister for this one because she and I were very into this together growing up. Let's dive in. So today I'm presenting to everyone about the Naked Brothers Band. Please. Wait. This. (laughs) I was not expecting you to pull this out. No, I. I generally think about this so often. I've watched this series probably like. I don't know, ten times all the way through. I repeatedly watched season three specifically all the time. Like, this is just so peak peak childhood TV for me. Um, So first... Okay, so this was basically... Let me, wait, let me have my notes out so I make sure I can say everything I need to say.
1: Speak from the heart. Forget the notes.
2: Okay. No, no, like, I need the notes. Like, some of the things I pulled <laughs> from the Wikipedia page for this were, like, so unhinged, the way it was phrased. Okay, so... Basically, this was a series, a television series on Nickelodeon, and also they had, like, a lot of made-for-TV movie specials that kind of went along with it. Um, so I want to start off with introducing our, like, cast of characters, okay? So I've labeled everyone in the picture, except, unfortunately, their manager, <laughs> Cooper, is, <laughs> was, was not in the photo. Now I'm going to go through. I have a little like tidbit about who everyone is. So we have Nat and Alex Wolf. Um and they were like already famous nepo kids because like their mom was the creator of the show and she was also like a pretty famous actress and their dad was actually like played their dad on the show. So they're nepo kids. And then David, Thomas and Kasim were their real life friends like outside the show that were then, like, brought on as themselves. And then Rosalina is actually a fake character that's created for the show, um, played by the actress Ali D'Amico. And we'll get into all this a little bit more. Um, Cooper, the, like, manager Cooper, he's also um, real-life friend of the guys, of Nat and Alex, And that's how they all came to be on the show. Okay? So for other important players, we have Jesse. Now, Jesse's a fictional character played by Jesse Draper, who's the niece of the show's creator, Polly Draper. So she's also Nat and Alex's cousin, the actress. But then Jesse, the character, is the babysitter of Nat and Alex. Okay? Are we following that? Yes. And then we also have the dad um he's the real life dad of nan alex but in the show they wrote it so that he's actually widowed despite his wife and the mother of his children being the show's creator
1: this picture of the dad looks like an ai created Mm -hmm. picture
2: well i couldn't i tried to find i wanted to find for this because i have the section at the end that's like where are they now so i wanted to find for this like Once of them in the show, and I couldn't find one for him. So, this is like a pretty recent one of him, I think.
0: Hmm.
2: Okay, so now let's dive into like how it starts. So, it starts with the (laughs) Naked Brothers Band, the movie, okay, which was released (laughs) in 2005. And it's like filmed as like, oh my god, this says Beijing, but it's supposed to just say being, I think. Um... (laughs) Anyways, it's a mockumentary style movie and it follows the trials and tribulations of them being like a famous rock band. As 6 to 11-year-olds, I think in the movie, like, Alex is the youngest, he's 6, and Nat is, like, 11. And we also get the performance of Crazy Car, which is, like, their song, like, like, the, it's, like, the biggest song. It was played, like, all over Nickelodeon, I remember, like, at the Can time sing of the for show being out.
0: Crazy Car. Okay. All right. So in this movie I'm
2: not familiar is familiar with that one. It. No, it's really good. Um and this spurs then the spin-off television series. And they the series is basically the same. They changed like a couple things though. So season 1 comes out in 2007 and it's all the same characters from the movie except the band is now called the Naked Brothers Band instead of Silver Boulders, which is what the band was in the movie. Um and it- follows the band as they record their first studio album which is very exciting um and in this series we get the banana smoothie music video which is like i think it was like a whole episode surrounded like getting the right music video for banana smoothie um we also get like the big like like rosalina is literally created to be Nat's love interest in the show so that is like also the whole series revolves around that as well and it ends with the wonderful television special Battle of the Bands, okay? And I have a little blurb from Wikipedia about this. Moreover, Alex becomes mad and runs away when Jesse dates the Timmerman brothers. (laughs) Along the way, Alex becomes friends with an orphan named...
1: (laughs) You would be laughing. (laughs) You would be laughing about the Naked Brothers band Battle of the Bands Wikipedia blurb.
2: Along... Along the way, Alex becomes friends with an orphan named Juanita at a skate park. When the boy's father arrives from his overnight vacation, he starts dating an estranged lady named Betty, who Cooper and Jesse initially hired to clean the mess in the Wolf family's apartment without much success. In addition to a battle of the bands between the Naked Brothers Band and the L.A. Surfers, the latter featuring lead singer Bobby Love, a manipulative con artist who tries to steal Nat's girlfriend, Alina, dun, dun,
1: dun. Right
2: now, I remember this being crazy, and we also get a wonderful performance of the song LA by the Naked Brothers Band. Okay, so that's season one. Next, we have season two. Um, oh my this god, is that Tila? 2008, yes, because Tila Dunn. Oh my god, it says it auto corrected to Tesla, but Tila Dunn is Tesla starring- Dunn, <laughs> but she is Juanita. Like, that's her origin oh, story, is being Juanita on the Naked Brothers Band, right? Right? Oh. Uh, so this had two TV specials, Sidekicks and Polar Bears. Now, Polar Bears really stuck out to me because I'm pretty sure that's the one where the Naked Brothers Band goes to Louisiana and, like, stays with victims of Hurricane Katrina. And then they also sing a song about climate change and a song that promotes Barack Obama for president so there's like a lot going okay on. okay <laughs> and finally and then the whole season it's like summertime like they're not in school the band's preparing for tour it's very fun um i do remember this being a really lackluster season though i can't like i can't lie um and this season does end with nat and rosalina being together boyfriend girlfriend okay which is very exciting and now this blurb i have from wikipedia the TV movie Polar Bears depicts the ending of the band's tour in New Orleans, Louisiana, where they, along with their babysitter Jesse, reunite with a sibling's father and an old family friend of the Wolves who are victims of Hurricane Katrina. On the ride down there, Jesse accidentally has Alex watch An Inconvenient Truth, and after viewing it, he becomes very concerned about the Polar Bears potentially becoming extinct due to global warming. During their visit, Mr. Wolf's friend's older daughter, as well as Nat, Kasim, and Rosalina, encounter misinterpretations over their romantic interests before their resolve and the band ends up donating the money raised from their performance at an elaborate styled ballroom to a charity supporting climate change now if i remember correctly like Kasim is like dating or likes the family friend that they went to visit in louisiana who like is a victim of hurricane katrina like i think that's where that comes in there okay so that's season two, like I said, like, kind of irrelevant, low-key, except for, like, the ending. Next, we have season three. This also came out in 2008. Wait. this Was this 2008 or 2009? I might got the date wrong on this, so, like, don't quote me on that. But season three is wild, let me tell you. Like, it truly is a roller coaster. <laughs> and And we are going to get into why. So basically... The band, it opens up with the band is shooting their initial theatrical film called Magical Mystery Girl Movie. Nat stars as Daniel, Rosalina stars as herself, and Miranda Cosgrove is playing herself in the show, but, like, is in the show because she's acting in the movie as Daniel's girlfriend. Alex as Oliver, Juanita as the girl in Oliver's new music video with Mr. Wolf and Jesse playing themselves. So that is the Synopsis of like the Mystery Girl TV special that season three opens up with. Now, in this episode, there's a whole scene where someone like bumps into Rosalina in the hallway, and this pamphlet falls out from her like stack of books that she's holding. And it's a pamphlet for a like classical musical retreat at sea, basically, because she is, while playing bass in the band, she also is like a really good violinist, apparently. So Nat goes crazy because he's like, "Oh my God, like Rosalina's gonna leave me for six months to go on this cruise and play all this classical music with all these other people, oh my god, so there's trouble in paradise for them, and this is also unfortunately the last season of the Naked Brothers band, which is truly heartbreaking okay so here's like blurb we have about the rest of the season. Rosalina temporarily leaves the band due to to travel on a worldwide cruise. During her trip, the band members read the newspaper and the front cover depicts Rosalina kissing a French man. (laughs) When Rosalina returns to visit, she and Nat have an internal dispute and Rosalina subsequently quits the band. Because of this, the group must find a new bass player. Cooper calls for a naked idol contest and the outfit selects Christina Reyes as their new bassist. However, Nat Later makes up with Rosalina, and she rejoins the band while retaining Christina as well. So there's two bassists in the band now. I don't know why that's necessary. The premiere TV movie ends with them watching Magical Mystery Girl movie in the theaters, as well as the band performing Nat's new song, Just a Girl I Know. All right? So that is season three. That's how it ends. Like I said, truly a roller coaster. And this one episode where Rosalina comes back to visit... And Michelle, the French man that she's been kissing on the screws, like, comes with her. And she tries to, like, get Nat to forgive her. But also Michelle is there. And Nat is, like, freaking out. He's like, what is he doing here? What is he doing in my studio? And then Nat, like, closes his hand in the elevator door. And and Rosalina goes ballistic because she's like, he's a pianist. His hands are worth millions of dollars. Like, it's crazy. Really some of the best television out there, okay? So that's, like, a basic synopsis of the plot of the show. But another, like, large portion of it besides, like, the plot is the music. Like, the music's obviously very big, okay? So now here I have listed some of my, like, top choices of the music. We've got Face in the Hall, which was released on the iCarly soundtrack in 2009, I believe. Then we have Crazy Car, which is, like, the OG song from the original movie in 2005. We have LA, Banana Smoothie, If That's Not Love, and Mystery Girl, which are all in the season one soundtrack. Your Smile, I Feel Alone, are all on the um, season two soundtrack. And then they actually didn't release an album for season three, which is, like, the biggest heartbreak of my life, because that has some of their best music, (laughs) So, Curious and All I Needed are unfortunately not released for streaming, but you can find them on YouTube, okay? Which
0: one's your your favorite one out of all of them?
2: Honestly? So, probably Face in the Hall. Face in the Hall is really, really good, but there is this really cute scene of Nat serenading Rosalita outside her window because, so she's mad at him because- he seems to not care about her, like, giant cruise that she's going to leave. Like, he, she's like, you didn't even bother to ask me where I'm going. Like, you're not excited for me. You're not supporting me. And he makes it up to her by going, like, putting a piano outside her window and serenading her with your song or your smile. And it's very cute. Okay. um, So, like I said, they released a studio album with the music from 1 and 2, which are still found on streaming, so you should look those up on Spotify and Apple Music if you Not want. Not you plugging the Naked Brothers band. <laughs> um, And like I said, unfortunately, we were robbed from getting the music for Season 3. However, you can purchase an album titled "Throwback." Oh my god, Sally. Um, <laughs> from Nat and Alex directly. Um, And this features a lot of the unreleased Naked Brothers band music. So definitely check that out if you want to understand what we're getting at here. Um, And just an honorable mention I included in my notes was that they wrote a song called Yes, We Can written for Barack Obama with Natasha Bedingfield and Leon Thomas III. And now Leon Thomas III, you might recognize that name because he ends up being Andre in Victorious. And this is a wonderful screenshot I have of Nat, Natasha and Leon um singing yes we can in the Christmas episode of season 3. All right? Uh so that's like the show but I wanted to also dive in a little bit to where are they now, okay? So this is present day Nat and Alex that we have pictured on the screen. Um oh, you might wow. recognize them a little bit more. They're they're kind of really famous like they worked the nepo nepo baby um pipeline. Um so they actually still make music together under the name Nat and Alex Wolf, so you can definitely also check them out on YouTube and streaming. I don't <laughs> like the way the left one's staring at me. <laughs> My personal favorite of theirs is the 2011 album called Black Sheep, featuring hits like Maybe, Sitting on My Sorrow, and The Greatest Prize. And most recently, they've released an album this year in 2023 titled Table for Two, which kind of has like a Simon and Garfunkel vibe, if you're into that, Okay. And they're also really big actors, too. So Nat's been in films like Paper Towns, Admission, Fault in Our Stars, Stuck in Love, The Intern, and one of my favorite films, Home Again. And as well as the Netflix like live adaptation of Death Note. And then Alex has been in My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2, Patriot's Day, Hereditary, Oppenheimer, and is currently filming the spinoff prequel of A Quiet Place.
0: So oh, they're kind wow. of killing it.
2: They really, they Wait, really are. Killing yeah. It. Um. So next we have Rosalina, aka Ali D'Amico. That's her real name. So she ended up like going to college. She went to Florida International University, but more recently she's been on reality TV. So she went on to season four of Temptation Island, which is like a Peacock dating show. I think like a uh, Fox or Peacock dating show. And then after that, went on season four of X on the Beach. And what seemed interesting, I read into X on the Beach a little bit. It seems like they take people from these reality dating shows and put them on some like island and then bring on their exes also from the reality dating shows. And then they all like date each other, I think, is the premise of that show. So go check her out on there if you're interested in what she's been up to. Right? Then we have Jessie. So, Jesse actually went on to create a talk show that apparently won an Emmy. It was called The Valley Girl Show. And she's also a venture capitalist where she invests in female-founded companies with her company, Halogen Ventures. So, she's like a Majilia billionaire now. Wait, pop off, Jessie. And then Kasim went on to American Idol. He placed eighth in season 14 of American Idol And has a couple acting credits in things like Atlanta and The Get Down. So he's also doing pretty well. Um, And then Thomas, he was the cellist of the band. He left the public eye immediately after the show ended in 2009. And no one knows where he is now or what's he doing. Okay. Oh my god, RIP. I I think he's still alive. Anyways, this is David. Do do you know Uh, that He was the keyboardist. (laughs) And, like, David's the keyboardist. He's still acting, but like kind of in irrelevant, like, hasn't really done anything. Um, he's had credits in shows like SVU and Blue Bloods, but like, who hasn't? <laughs> and then everyone's this is been on Cooper. SVU. <laughs> this is Manager Cooper. This isn't a, re- I couldn't find a recent photo of him. This is from his time with the band. Um, he dropped out of the public eye as well and doesn't act anymore, but apparently he went to Tulane and founded an energy bar company. Oh, and that is the end of my PowerPoint. Um, Like I said, this was a truly... (laughs) This was truly a formative experience, like, watching this show for me and listening to the music. So I highly recommend you go check them out. And also buy their Throwbacks album if you want to hear, like, the real peak for them. Um, Like I said, if you want to watch anything, I recommend season three because it really just is the best. And they got... They have this really great um, TV special called Operation Mojo where Nat and like his dad and his brother and the guys in the band go to like this remote area of the woods to try to get him his mojo back after being cheated on by Rosalina and he's just like bawling his eyes the whole time and like so sad and there's this like scene where like a bear like attacks him or like attacks the tent but they're in this really cool tent like think think the tent that the Weasleys and Harry are staying in and Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire like it's really awesome so Please go check them out. Thank you. Woo-hoo. Okay, I have a
1: couple questions for you. I took oh, some notes.
2: Yes. Oh my god, yes. please.
1: Oh, yes. Thrilled. Um well one, I can't help but look at our producer Mebby uh, crochet. <laughs> I think <laughs> she's knitting. That is knitting.
2: Same thing. Tomato That's tomato. knitting. It <laughs> is so not the same thing. I'm enjoying watching Mebby doing her arts and crafts.
1: Um, how did you discover them? What led you to like turning on the TV and being like, I'm going to watch the Naked Brothers Band?
2: So I don't know if like, I mean, they were on Nickelodeon, you mm-hmm. know, like it was like it was like Zoe 101's episode Trading Places was on and then immediately after was Operation Mojo, like that kind of thing, like that kind okay. of cultural impact in my life. Mm
0: hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we all know the trading places episode of zoe 101 right or do i need to dive into that a little bit
1: no i think we know oh no okay. our producer Mebby shaking her head
2: give her a okay. little burp well basically this is like in the last season of zoe 101 um and like right before this zoe went to england to like study abroad boarding school um and chase Been there you know, she's that. meant to be with she's meant to be with chase chase stays behind at pca but then Zoe's like, oh, my God, like, I need to go get Chase. And Chase is like, oh, my God, I need to go get Zoe. So as Zoe is flying back to California to get Chase, Chase is flying to England to get Zoe. And then they have to spend
0: another semester apart. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. And, uh, and then even later on, he comes back and she has the new boyfriend and it's Austin Butler. Like, oh, my what? God. Okay, sorry. Sorry to derail us again there. No, that's, that's quite
1: all right. Um, how do you think watching The Naked Brothers Band shaped you, and how do you think it affected what you look for in a new TV
0: show to watch?
2: I think it's always proved that I love a show or something like that's got a soundtrack with it. Like, I also do love Starstruck. I also do love that Canadian show that's on um, <laughs> Netflix called Lost and Found. You should also check that out. Um, or The Next Step. That one doesn't have music, but it's, like, kind of adjacent to Lost and Found. Um, is better, but Lost and Found has the music. Um, I think it's also, like, I'm checking up on Nat and Alex now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm constantly supporting them in their endeavors and listening to their music. Like, you know, they're... I'm invested in what they do next kind of thing. And it wouldn't be that way if it weren't for this show. Uh-huh. And I also, like I said, like, my sister and I used to watch this together. Like, we both loved it. So it was also, like, we really bonded over it. And especially, I remember, like I said, season three, they never released the music for it. But they, you can find it all on YouTube. And right around the time, like, this was happening is when my sister discovered, like, YouTube to MB3 converter downloader and like put it in your music <laughs> library. So she like downloaded all the music for us and like put it on my iPod for me. And I was jamming out every day to the world as we know it, which is the Naked Brothers Band version of, um, uh, what's the Billy Joel song? I'm blanking on Fire. We didn't start the fire. So it's basically the Naked Brothers Band version of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Um, also check that one out if you would like
1: really good we're gonna see like the naked brothers band like becoming more popular now and we're gonna know where it started hey
2: if if ali nat alex jesse thomas david cooper like any of you are listening and would like to be a guest on bean by banter you are more than welcome i would love to um understand how being on the Naked Brothers Band has shaped your lives as well. I would love to chat with you about the music and maybe pick a bone with you over season three not being released on streaming, but we'll get there, but reach out. Let's banter. Hit our line. Like I said, now and Alex-, Alex, I'm always supporting you in whatever you do, even especially if it's on my podcast.
1: You're so sweet, Sally. Oh,
2: Back in COVID, when, like, all the shows were doing, like, reunions and stuff, Naked Brothers Band did a Zoom reunion, and it was amazing. Like, it was truly one of the, like, highlights of my life, like, seeing that, seeing them all come together again. Was it some good years closure? Later. Ten years later. Um. Yeah, you know, it was fascinating. It was fascinating because they were. It was very interesting, but there was also no beef between any of them. Fascinating.
0: Was there supposed to be beef? I don't know, but like I guess they were kids when it happened, so like probably not. But would it wouldn't it be nice? I really enjoyed
1: your little tidbit um, of including Natasha Bedingfield. We all know that I'm her biggest fan.
0: That's
2: why so, I wanted to include it for you. I knew you would love it.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that they they collab. Yeah, you can check it out on that. YouTube.
2: You should look it up. <laughs> yeah, hit um, them up Naked Brothers Band on YouTube. You can find literally probably full episodes, honestly. It's been it's so old, but check it out. I'm sure it's, yeah, I'm sure it's somewhere. It.
1: I think you like really unlocked a memory for me when you also mentioned Tila Dunn. Um huh. Yeah, I, I I she I, I, I can like, compare her to like Joey King though. Like I despise
2: mm,
1: both see, of I, them. I like
2: knew who she was because she was Juanita. You know, like I knew her as Juanita <laughs> before I knew Tila. So uh uh-huh. like Tila, I've been I've been behind you since really since day one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well thank you. Thank you, Sally, for sharing this niche interest You're so of welcome. yours.
2: I think you could tell I'm really passionate about it, so this was really nice to have this like outlet for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, when I had mentioned before that I think our interests are gonna be completely opposite, I was very much correct.
2: I (laughs) (laughs) can I just ask, like, have have you heard of this before? Had you heard of Naked Brothers Band or Nat and Alex? I have. I have. I remember
1: like some commercials. I was I was definitely more of a um I Carly, Drake and Josh. Mm-hmm. I was more
2: of a Disney Channel mm-hmm. girl.
1: I was. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. Yeah. So I Carly, and Drake and Josh yeah. are on Nickelodeon.
1: No, I know. Uh, I was just saying, like yeah, Nickelodeon, and then but
2: I've seen, I've seen them. Those were Nickelodeon, but more so Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe had you heard of, had you heard of, um, Nat and Alex or the Naked Brothers Band? <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! So the listeners can't hear, but Mebby is telling me that she actually did watch The with Brothers Band and knows the hit song, Taxi Cab. <laughs> Mason, how, we never talked about this before. Oh my gosh. Mason, this PowerPoint, this podcast has really just brought Mebby and I closer as friends. So shout out to that. All right, Trisha, should we dive into yours? I'm so excited to hear what I'm you like, have brought I'm to the table kinda today. I'm kind of
1: nervous now because mine takes a really,
2: like, Really big turn. Mine gets a little dark. No, it's okay. You know, when you're screen sharing, like, you actually can't see the other people on Riverside, so it's kind of like you're just talking to yourself. So, don't be nervous. Oh. oh. I had, yeah, I could not see your reactions.
1: Wait, I'm, like, over here, like, smiling at you with my mouth open.
2: Like, I'm so invested in what you were talking about. Well, so it, just like, Ooh. That, it just means that I'm going to have to watch the episode back. Yes. I can look can we okay. see? I love the color scheme you've chosen. Yes. Thank
1: you. Is it full screen?
2: Um, or no? I can
1: see, like... You can see my top thing, right?
2: No, I can only see the orange, like, of the slide. Oh, I can't see, nice. like, your browser tabs. Okay, cool. So, my, or Trisha's
1: niche interest by me, Trisha. So, I actually had a hard time picking out one interest um so here's just a few i don't actually go into any one of these but for our audio um listeners i have aquariums and ocean life for those of you who don't know i have a little uh koi fish tattoo on my leg i i enjoy watching (laughs) i enjoy watching fish i will have like live aquariums going on on like my screen um pretty frequently but let me I digress I digress uh Vespas
0: mm,
1: yeah yeah totally I, think that's I get you I the... yeah even just this picture like if you're you're an audio listener go onto YouTube and go look at this picture that rustic dirty Vespa <laughs> and then we have scents and fragrances um I think one of the biggest compliments or like not biggest one of my favorite compliments to get is that i smell good so i've like really like taken pride in the fragrances i wear um i also gatekeep them so i hate when people ask me what i wear or try to like get more information on it. i'm like no like i mix that's always my answer i mix perfumes you'll never know
0: but Mm,
1: secretive yes yes I don't talk about any of these. So drum roll. I'm going to hope
0: that we can hear the drum roll. Cults. <laughs> I have
2: It sucks this that I can't is the new see. You've chosen to present?
1: Yes. Yes it is. <laughs>
2: Oh my god! I'm I, actually so excited. I can't wait to. See, I I'm so yes. curious about like what cults you're going to bring to the table. Like so, what... no, I
1: I do oh focus gosh. on one particular cult, mm-hmm. probably my favorite. Um, okay. for warning now. Um, I talk about the Jonestown massacre. Have you heard of this
2: cult? Yes, I have heard yeah. of it. However. Like could not tell you anything about it in this moment. So I'm really thrilled for this education and informative day. Yes. Please,
1: please. Yes. So what was the Jonestown massacre? The People's Temple. I'm just literally gonna read off the slide. The People's Temple led by Jim Jones had a complex and evolving set of beliefs. Initially it presented itself as a progressive interracial church with the focus on social justice and equality. Jones claimed to be a prophet and exposed principles of racial integration, socialism, and communal living. However, as the cult progressed, it became increasingly authoritarian and adopted more extreme beliefs. So, um, for those watching, on the right is obviously Jim Jones. Um... So the massacre, which occurred on November 18th, 1978, was a horrific event in which over 900 people or 900 members of the People Temple died in a mass murder-suicide in Jonestown, Guyana. Jones made his followers consume cyanide-laced fruit punch. So that's where, have you heard of the term, don't drink the Kool-Aid?
2: Yeah. Oh. So this is where it comes from. Yes. Okay,
1: yeah. Yes. So what this dude did, he essentially like, you know, ran a church and brought all these people from I think he like started in Indiana and then moved to California and then um had like problems and such with the government, so completely moved to Guyana with all these people. And you know, they they did their life there. They followed his practices and they had eventually um sent a congressman down to Guyana to um investigate the cult. And that led Jones to creating his Kool-Aid f- and essentially killing everyone and winds so up So like
2: erasing the evidence kind of deal. He's like, if we go
1: down, we go down together. Gotcha, That's his gotcha. that was his thing. Like we're all fighting for the same thing like we can't let them stop us let's prove the point let's you know we're all in you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm.
1: um well there's my little don't drink the <laughs> the kool-aid i didn't have such a long presentation because i didn't know how much of um how much cult you talk I we should be doing? Yes, yes, it. and it was That's actually the... like pretty hard to find pictures. Mm,
2: um I
1: bet. Yeah, just because a lot of the pictures. I mean, this one's a little bit more zoomed out. Um, for our audio listeners, it's literally a bunch of dead people on a field. Oh. Um, oh God. Yeah, yeah. It's literally all these people like just dead. And I he, remember him. I want to say he made the women and children drink first don't oh my god
0: this is so creepy yeah. this is creepy yeah so like
1: <laughs> Ooh. this is a very strange niche, niche niche interest um i think the idea of someone being a cult leader though is like extremely fascinating like the amount mm-hmm. of like charisma you have and then like how you can just manipulate people to like 900 people that's crazy that's crazy
2: yeah, you know what I mean, and like it, they're—it's not just them; it's like their whole families.
1: It's no, it's like everybody. It's everybody, mm-hmm. and like people that try to escape. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I like stop sharing my screen, but I don't know if you can see me.
2: Yeah, I can. Um, You're
0: back, Trish. Hey, I'm back. Um, what was I gonna say? But just like the thought of
1: someone having that much power over. Like, that much, like, like, I get everyone's following him because they have the same beliefs. And, like, I'll joke around being like, oh, the sorority I was in was such a cult and all these things. But, like, I I get it. I get that we're all, we have the same philosophies Mm -hmm. and, like, whatnot. But, like, having that much power over someone, I think, is, like, such a bizarre Mm -hmm. thing to think about.
0: You know? Yeah.
2: I honestly, like, I told. I totally get where you come from with, like, being just, like, interested in cults because it's such an abstract concept to us. You know what I mean? I mean, I, mm-hmm. I've i probably told you this, but I watched, if you are seen Keep, Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. I have not. Like the documentary about Warren Jeffs and the FLDS. Okay. You, okay, if you love this stuff, you would love that series. It's so fascinating and it's also like um extra fascinating because it's like they're very loosely tied together but in college my roommates and I loved watching sister wives
0: mm-hmm.
2: um who are part of I don't I don't know I don't want to say what religious church they're part of because I don't know for certain I don't want to misspeak on that but there there's like very loose like connections there so that's like why we watched the show and it was so good and so fascinating. So I think you would really like it. Yeah,
1: I definitely, like, like love, like, the true crime stuff. And there's, like, certain mm-hmm. ones, like, like cult stuff, like this one. And have you heard of, like, the Waco one, too? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, like, the,
2: and... like, Charles Manson
1: one. Yes, yes. I was actually, like, <laughs> I was debating on doing cult like doing cults for this, but then I was just, like, I was into just true true crime in general, and and uh, dive into specific ones. Do you know the Menendez brothers, mm-hmm. like their whole story, and like?
2: Was no, abs- but I really want to watch a like true crime on them. You have oh to give me a gosh. recommendation for like yes. a true crime for them. Yes,
1: there's I think there's a a little documentary on. There's something Google. coming out,
2: isn't it? Oh, isn't is there, there like new? No, I think it's a, it's like already a, out. It's a, but it's a, a um, it's like scripted series coming out about them, right? yes yes
1: so like the the gianni versace and the oj simpson oh, like those were they, i was obsessed oh. with so the same people that created that okay they're okay. creating the
2: menendez brothers one well, did you watch the monica Lewinsky one i didn't i didn't either i've never seen versace or oj either but i always thought about it
1: they're so they were so well done
2: like the, know the woman chris, they had darren chris won the all the awards for playing the, the guy that assassinated him
1: for mm-hmm. The the actress that they had playing Donatello, I don't even remember who it was, but spot on. It was incredible.
2: Okay, well maybe I have to watch those. Those sound yes. good. <laughs> um I have a couple questions for you now following up on this niche interest of yours. Okay. I would say do you think that, Oh my god, I literally thought of this question. And I've lost my train of thought. I can
0: already,
1: like... I can already, like, think about... I can, <laughs> I can huh? already imagine, like, what people are thinking. Guys, I promise I'm not crazy. Cults are just cool.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not sure, like... I'm not crazy. Cults are cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, A- yeah like normal (laughs) sentence to say but okay the the idea of Mm.
1: a cult is fascinating
2: did you know that the phoenixes like river phoenix joaquin phoenix grew Mm -hmm. up in a cult i did not know that yeah they did do you know mila kunis grew up in a cult
1: yes i
2: did Mm. i know it's Mm. like kind of crazy like because it's also weird i feel like You always hear about the really bad ones, but there are ones where people just, like, grow up and live their lives. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there are people who've had totally normal experiences in in cults. cults. Yep. Look at Mila. Well. Well, right
1: now, she's not. uh... She had.
2: She She had had been having a fairly normal experience in life.
1: Yes. I'm surprised we actually haven't talked about that. But we'll leave that. I just for
2: like a... I like, don't even want to touch that. Like it's so like, you know what I mean? Ugh, yeah. Like I don't I don't even want to talk about that. Okay, that works. All right, so I think that is our episode on niche interests. Um, I don't know about you, Trisha, but I had a wonderful time. Not only filming this episode but getting ready for it and like getting my powerpoint together and all of that it really um you know i got to listen to a lot of my old faves (laughs) like i i had a great time i don't know about you i did i i
1: I enjoyed making my presentation about cults and i'm actually looking forward to you know niche interest part two
2: yeah definitely a little like
1: series we have Of course, I'm going to do a little bit, I'm going to do one on a little bit of a lighter
2: note, for sure. I really wanted to just dive right in
1: on the first one, but.
2: I'm not sure if this was clear, but Trish and I didn't tell each other what our niche interests were going into this. So it was like total surprise, hence the little bit of emotional whiplash we got there. (laughs) But still very fun either way. Mm -hmm. um so as we said this was probably also had the visual element so go check us out on youtube if you want to see the powerpoints that trisha and i put together as well um thanks for tuning in
1: and remember don't drink the kool-aid